Welcome to Zichud Avsi, my name is Rabbi Abraham Goldar, and today we're going to talk about Daf Samach Vav, the ninth parak, Rabbi Eliezer. So the three types we're going to focus on number one, the Mishnah makes several distinctions about the principle of Neder Shehutu Miksasu Hutu Kuo, that a Neder, which is partially nullified, is nullified entirely. Number one, if one said to a group of people, Konum, I will not benefit from any of you, and the Neder is nullified regarding one of them, for example, if one is discovered to be a relative, they were all permitted. The Gemara Daf Chafei and Chavav discusses if this applies only when he indicates that the entire formula of the Neder was made in error. Number two, if he said, She'eni nana lezeh lezeh, Conan that will not benefit from this one or this one, which the Gemara Daf Chafei explains to mean that he made each netter successfully dependent on the one before it, then if the first person becomes permitted through nullification, all of them are permitted, but if the last person becomes permitted, the others remain forbidden. And number three, if he said, What I benefit from this person is like a carbon, and from this person is like a carbon. We require an opening for each one of them, because by saying like a carbon regarding each person, they are independent in the dorm and require their own header. The Gemara notes that the din that only a separate mentioning of like a carbon makes the Nadarim independent reflects the opinion of Rabbi Shimon, but other Tanaim disagree. Point which the mission teaches if one made a netter not to marry a particularly ugly woman, and in truth she is not, the netter is invalid. The mission explains that this is because the netter was made in error and not because she subsequently became beautiful. That would be a case of nullity and would not invalidate the netter. However, the mission reports an incident with Rabbi Shmuel to the contrary, and the Gemara explains that he disagrees and allows such a heter. A man vowed from his niece because of her appearance, the Gemara explains she was missing a tooth, and after Rabbi Shmuel beautified her by providing her a false tooth of gold, he presented her to her uncle and said, Beni, Mizoni Darta, my son, is it from this one you vowed? The man said no, and Rabbi Shmuel permitted the netter. He then wept and said, Benos Yisrael knows him, El Sha'anias, Mendevelasan. Benos Yisrael are beautiful, but poverty makes them homely. And the mission concludes with the lament raised by women upon Rabbi Shmuel's passing. And point number three, a man once forbade his wife from benefiting from him until she gave a taste of her food to Rabbi Yehud and Rabbi Shimon. Despite the indignity, Rabbi Yehud tasted it, saying, Kavachomer, it is a call of Homer. If to make peace between a man and his wife, the Torah said, My name, which was written in holiness, should be erased into the afflictive waters given to the Sota, even where it is uncertain if it will save the marriage, then I, all the more so, should subject myself to this dishonor to save their marriage. Rabbi Shimon did not taste it, saying, Let all the children of the widow die, and let Shimon not move from his place. The run explains that he cursed the man that he should die, making his wife a widow, and that his children should also die. But oh, and furthermore, so that he should not get used to vowing. So once again, the three points are number one. The Mishnah makes several distinctions about the principle of nether shehutu miksasu hutrakuo, that a nether which is partially nullified is nullified entirely. Number one, if one said to a group of people, Konum, I will not benefit from any of you, and the netter is nullified regarding one of them, for example, if one is discovered to be a relative, they were all permitted. The Gemara Daf Chafei and Chavav discusses if this applies only when he indicates that the entire formula of the netter was made in error. Number two, if he said, She'eni nana lezeh lezeh, Conan that will not benefit from this one or this one, which the Gemara Daf Chafei explains to mean that he made each netter successfully dependent on the one before it, then if the first person becomes permitted through nullification, all of them are permitted, but if the last person becomes permitted, the others remain forbidden. And number three, if he said, She'ani nana lezeh carbon lezeh carbon, what I benefit from this person is like a carbon, and from this person is like a carbon, Sirichen Pesach lokol echod ve'echod, we require an opening for each one of them, because by saying like a carbon regarding each person, they are independent in the dorm and require their own header. 
The Gemara notes that the din that only a separate mentioning of like a carbon makes the Nadarim independent reflects the opinion of Rabbi Shimon, but other Tanaim disagree. Point number two, the mission teaches if one made a netter not to marry a particularly ugly woman, and in truth she is not, the netter is invalid. The mission explains that this is because the netter was made in error and not because she subsequently became beautiful. That would be a case of nullity and would not invalidate the netter. However, the mission reports an incident with Rabbi Shmuel to the contrary, and the Gemara explains that he disagrees and allows such a heter. A man vowed from his niece because of her appearance, the Gemara explains she was missing a tooth, and after Rabbi Shmuel beautified her by providing her a false tooth of gold, he presented her to her uncle and said, Beni, Mizonidarta, my son, is it from this one you vowed? The man said no, and Rabbi Shmuel permitted the netter. He then wept and said, Benosis for all beautiful, but poverty makes him homely. And the mission concludes with the lament raised by women upon Rabbi Shmuel's passing. And point number three, a man once forbade his wife from benefiting from him until she gave a taste of her food to Rabbi Yehud and Rabbi Shimon. Despite the indignity, Rabbi Yehuda tasted it, saying, Kavachomer, it is a kavachomer if to make peace between a man and his wife. The Torah said, My name, which was written in holiness, should be erased into the afflictive waters given to the sota, even where it is uncertain if it will save the marriage. Then I, all the more so, should subject myself to this dishonor to save their marriage. Rabbi Shimon did not taste it, saying, Let all the children of the widow die, and let Shimon not move from his place. The run explains that he cursed the man that he should die, making his wife a widow, and that his children should also die. But owed, and furthermore, so that he should not get used to vowing. All right, so now we go to our simmer daf samach vav, and our standard simon is a tailor because it relates to sewing. So, samach vav. So, tailor is the simon. So, here goes. The tailor who required two heterim for his two independent nadarim, saying, What I benefit from my apprentice is like a carbon, and what I benefit from my asymptris is like a carbon, was so impressed by the new gold tooth that his poor daughter received from the rabbi that he told his wife, I forbid you from entering my tailor shop until you give a taste of your food to the rabbi. Once again, in slow motion. The tailor, tailor, that must be more duff, samach vav, so... The tailor who required two heterim for his two independent nandarms, saying, What I benefit from my apprentice is like a carbon, and what I benefit from my seamstress is like a carbon, which reminds us the mission makes several distinctions about the principle of netter shehutu miksasu hutrakuo, that a netter which is partially nullified is nullified entirely. The third case was if he said, Shani nen carbon carbon, what I benefit from this person is like a carbon, and from this person is like a carbon, we require an opening for each one of them, because by saying like a carbon, regarding each person, they are independent nadarim and require their own hatter. So, the tailor who required two hatterim for his two independent nadarim, saying, what I benefit from my apprentice is like a carbon, and what I benefit from my seamstress is like a carbon, was so impressed by the new gold tooth that his poor daughter received from the rabbi, which reminds us of the case of Rabbi Shmo, where a man vowed benefit from his niece because of her appearance, the more explained she was missing a tooth, and after Rabbi Shmo beautified her by providing her a false tooth of gold, he presented her to uncle and said, Bini Mizona Darta my son, is it from this one you vowed? The man said no, and Rabbi Shmuel permitted the netter. He then wept and said, Benos Yisrael knows him, Benos Yisrael beautiful, but poverty makes him homely. So the tailor who acquired two hetarim for his two independent nadarim, saying, What I benefit from my apprentice is like a carbon, and what I benefit from my seamstress is like a carbon, was so impressed by the new gold tooth that his poor daughter received from the rabbi that he told his wife, I forbid you from entering my tailor shop until you give a taste of your food to the rabbi, which reminds us, a man once forbade his wife from benefiting from him until she gave a taste of her food to Rabbi Yehud and Rabbi Shimon. Despite the indignity, Rabbi Yehud tasted it, saying that it's a kavachomer. 
if to make shalom between a man and his wife, the Torah said, My name which was written in Kedusha should be erased into the afflictive waters given to the Sota, even where it's a suffix, if it will save the marriage, then I, all the more so, should subject myself to this dishonor to save their marriage. Rabbi Shimon didn't taste it because he held differently. So once again, the tailor who required two head tearing for his two independent nadarim saying, what I benefit from my apprentice is like a carbon, and what I benefit from my seamstress is like a carbon, was so impressed by the new gold tooth that his poor daughter received from the rabbi that he told his wife, I forbid you from entering my tailor shop until you give a taste of your food to the rabbi. All right, now it's time for a four blah blah chazara. Daf Samach Bey. So the similar Daf Samach Bey says a submarine. So here goes. The learned submarine captain, submarine captain, that must be learned Daf Samach Bey's. The learned submarine captain, who was suspected of stealing figs and cried out from a sack as he was being thrown overboard, woe is to the learned captain that this one is killing him, which reminds us. The Gemara records several incidents of Tanam utilizing the permit that after the trimming knives for harvesting figs are folded for storage, the figs are hefker and permitted to be taken and are also butted for miser. When Rabbi Tarfun did so, someone discovered him and put him in a sack and carried him to a river to throw him in. Rabbi Tarfun cried out, woe is Tarfun that this one is killing him. The man realized who he was and fled, and the more relates that Rabbi Tarfan was pained by this incident for the rest of his life, saying, Woe is me, for I used the crown of Torah for my benefit. So, the learned submarine captain, who was suspected of stealing figs, and cried out from a sack as he was being thrown overboard, Woe is to the learned captain, that this one is killing him, pledged to learn only out of love, and not to be called. Rabbi Captain, which reminds us, it was taught in the Bryce when the Torah states, To love Hashem your God, to listen to His voice and cleave to Him. It teaches that a person should not say, I will learn Torah, so they will call me a Chacham. I will learn Mishnah, so they'll call me a Rabbi. That should be Yeshiva. I'll learn Gemur, so I will be considered an elder. And sit in yeshiva, el lamed ma'ava, the sofa kavod lavo. Rather, learn out of love, and the honor will eventually come. So, the learned submarine captain, who was suspected of stealing figs, and cried out from a sack as he was being thrown overboard, woe is to the learned captain, that this one is killing him, pledged to learn only out of love, and not to be called Rabbi Captain, and published a safer called The Four Statements Allowed for Tom Kachami to claim privileges. Which reminds us, Rava made four statements allowing Talmud Chachamim to claim certain privileges. For example, it's permitted for man to inform others of his status as a Talmud Chacham in a place where they do not know him. Daf Samach Gimel. So the similar Daf Samach Gimel is a segue. So here goes. The neighborhood kids were frustrated when their segue race, segue race. That must mean we're on Daf Samach Gimel. The neighborhood kids were frustrated when their Segway race got rained out on all three different dates of rainfall, which reminds the Gemara discusses one who vows Adagashamim until the rains and brings a three-way Malkoks about the three normal dates of rainfall. So the neighborhood kids were frustrated when their Segway race got rained out on all three different dates of rainfall, start to argue when the race was rescheduled for Adar, but couldn't agree which Adar, which reminds the Gemara discusses which Adar is referred to when one says Adar without specifying. So the neighborhood kids who were frustrated when their subway race got rained out on all three different dates of rainfall start to argue when the race was rescheduled for Adar, but couldn't agree which Adar, and told the kid with the garlic breath to take a netter from garlic until it was Shabbos, which meant he could have some. Shabbos night, which reminds us, Rabbi Yossi taught the one who vowed against garlic until it is Shabbos, even though a nether of Aj Shiyehe means until the end of Shabbos in this case, the garlic is only forbidden until the start of Shabbos when as an institute that men should eat garlic. 
Daf Samach Dalad. So the Simr Daf Samach Dalad is a secret agent. So here goes. This secret agent, secret agent, that must be more Daf Samach Dalad, sowed. This secret agent, whose father was disgraced by him taking Nadarim lightly, and was told that this was not a valid Pesach, which reminds us, the ninth parak begins with a Marok, about two types of openings to a Nal Nadar. Rehazer said, We open for a person with the honor of his father and mother, meaning we ask him if he would have made a Nadar had he known people would disgrace his father because of his treating Nadarim lightly. The Chami do not allow such an opening to be used. So this secret agent, whose father was disgraced by him taking the darim lightly, and was told that this was not a valid Pesach, because it was similar to someone claiming a Pesach based on Hashem's honor, and people stopped consulting Chochamim for a hatter, which reminds us in the Mishnah Rabbi Tzadok stated, that according to Billy Ezra, if a father's honor can be used as a Pesach, we should also be able to open a nether but hamakum with the honor of Hashem, because vowing is a dishonor to Hashem. The Rabban responded to him, Imken a nadarim. If so, there are no nadarim. The Gemara seeks to explain this phrase. Rava interpreted the phrase, Imken a nadarim nishan wachacham. If so, nadarim will not be asked to a chacham for a heter. If dishonor to Hashem can be used as a pesach, people will use it themselves without consulting a chacham, which is invalid. So this secret agent whose father was disgraced by him taking Nadarim lightly and was told that this was not a valid Pesach because it was similar to someone claiming a Pesach based on Hashem's honor and people stopped consulting Chochamim for a hatter was thrilled to hear that another agent who was out to kill him became poor and was like dead, giving him a Pesach that was not Nolad, which reminds us, the Gemara asked for the source of Rebbe Yezus' opinion to allow Pesach of Nolad an unexpected development. Rav Chizka quotes the Pesach where Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu to return to Mitzrayim despite his having made an oath to Yisro that he would not leave because the people seeking your life have died. Since their dying is an unexpected development, we see that Nolad is valid as a Pesach. The Rabban responded that in fact they did not die, for we find Dasan of Avirim challenging Moshe several times afterwards. Rather, they became impoverished and thus lost their influence to be able to threaten Moshe. And this is not Noah because it's a relatively common occurrence. They're described as having died because it's one of the four situations that Abraitzer describes as equivalent to death. Anani, a Matsora, a blind person, and someone without children. Daf Samachay. So the Zimmer Daf Samachay is sheep and we often use a shepherd. So here goes. The shepherd, shepherd, that must be more on Daf Samachay. The shepherd was disgusted when he saw a king out in the field eat alive hare, which reminds us it was taught in the Brisa. One who is mudr hanav from his friend, we only release him from it in front of the other person. The run explains that this is either to shame him, to discourage him from annoying the netter made for his friend's benefit, or so the subject of the netter does not incorrectly suspect the vower from violating his netter when he sees him benefiting from him. The source for this halach is from a Baruch telling Moshe Benu to go to Minyan to annul the oath he had made not to leave. In the process of demonstrating that Moshe had made an oath, the Gemara presents the story of Sitkiyahu's oath to Nebuchadnezzar when Sitkiyahu once discovered Nebuchadnezzar eating a live hare. So the shepherd who was disgusted when he saw a king out in the field eat a live hare, took a netter not to marry the wicked king's daughter, but then found out that the king had already choked and died. Which reminds us, the next mission states, Vermeer says, Yesh There are events that are like Noad, but are not considered Noad, and the netter is automatically void. The Chum disagree. An example of this is, Amar Konim She'ani Nozes Ponis Ra. One said, Konum, I'm marrying ponies because her father is wicked. And they told him that he died or had done tshuva, and Vermeer considers the netter void automatically. So the shepherd was disgusted when he saw a king out in the field eat a live hare, took a netter not to marry the wicked king's daughter, but then found out that the king had already choked and died. 
and then had his netter from benefiting from her annulled when he realized how much it would cost to pay her ksuba, which reminds us the Mishnah saints posting Adam Ksuba's Ishto. We can open a netter for a person based on his having to pay his wife's ksuba. This is illustrated by an incident in which a man vowed against benefiting from his wife, requiring him to divorce her. When Rabbi Kiva required him to pay her ksuba of 400 dinarim, the man said had he known this, he would never have made the netter, and Rabbi Kiva annulled it. All right, so now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one. Which stuff do you learn four statements that Talmud Chachamim can make to claim certain privileges? That's on Duff. Samach Beis. Good. Number two. Which stuff do you the case where Bishmel beautified a poor girl who was missing a tooth with a gold tooth? That's on Duff. Samach Bav. Good. Number three. Which stuff do you the one can use a Pesach for his netter based on the covet of his father and mother? That's on Duff. Good. Number four. Which stuff did the case where one forbade his wife from benefiting from him until she gave a taste of her food to Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon? That's on Duff. Good. Number five. Which stuff did the incident of Sidkiel was seeing Nebuchadnezzar eat a live hair and being made to make a netter not to reveal it? That's on Duff. Good number six. Which stuff do we learn about one who vows Adagashamin and also discuss the three Wimachokas about the three normal dates of rainfall? That's on Duff. Good number seven. Which stuff do we learn that if one says what I benefit from this person is a carbon and from this person is a carbon, we require a Pesach for each one of them? That's on Duff. Good number eight. Which stuff do we have in regarding what one means when one declares that he married off his eldest daughter? That's on Duff. Good number nine. Which stuff do we have one says wine is conan for my tasting today? He's only forbidden until it gets dark. That's on Duff. Good at number ten. Which stuff do we learn about a man who took a netter not to marry the daughter of a wicked man and he finds out that the man died or did shuva earlier? That's on Duff. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ramgol Nazikh wishing you a great day and great learning.